everybody and welcome to the Godly Point of View cast. And today's topic is going to be walking in obedience. So what exactly is does it mean to walk in obedience? And to walk in obedience is to shun the evil of the world and to make the commitment to walk on the narrow, narrow path of Christianity, which God has paved for us, which consists of in generally just being Christ-like and yes, just being Christ-like. If you look at Matthew chapter 7 verse 13 to 14 it says, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only a few find it. And when they say life, they mean life, eternal life, life through God. So yes, it is very important that we we walk in obedience to God because without walking in obedience, there's so much things that fall under not walking in obedience. You know, you wouldn't know your purpose if you don't walk in obedience to God because you wouldn't have been able to achieve or accomplish any of the things that leads up to you finding out what is your purpose you wouldn't know your gifts if you don't walk in obedience to god because if you don't walk in obedience you're not gonna be doing the stuff that is gonna help reveal those gifts to you you're not gonna be reading your bible you're not gonna be um going to church services you're not gonna fellowship with the right, the correct type of people that's going to help you to, to find what you're looking for or to assist you in finding what you're looking for in yourself, your purpose and your callings and your gift to help to identify them to you. Not saying that you will need people or to fellowship with people to do that, but I'm not saying it's not impossible. I'm not saying that you wouldn't either. Because, you know, God wants us to fellowship with those that are like us. You're not going to see a murderer and a Christian person hanging together. So, yes, why walk in obedience? This is how you build a relationship or a stronger relationship with God and achieve the things that he has placed out there for us or for you. By walking in obedience, you will cross paths with persons that you are able to help seek God. And if we look look at a, if we look at a particular passage where, in the Bible that Philip walked in obedience, it's taken from Acts, chapter eight, verse twenty six to forty. Philip and the Ethiopian, verse twenty six. Now an angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road, that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out on his way. He met an Ethiopian, Enoch, an important official in charge of all the treasury of the Candite, which means queen of Ethiopians. This man had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and on his way home was sitting in this chariot, reading the book of Isaiah the prophet. 
the spirit told Philip to go to the chariot and stay near it. Then Philip ran up to the chariot and heard the man reading Isaiah the prophet. Do you understand what you are reading, Philip asked? How can I, he said, unless someone explains it to me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. This is the passage of scripture the Enoch was reading. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb before its shear, it is silent. So he did not open his mouth. In his humiliation, he was deprived of justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken from the earth. The Enoch asked Philip, Tell me, please, who is this prophet talking about? Himself or someone else? Then Philip begin what the passage what that very passage of scripture and told the man told the good news about Jesus as they traveled along the road they came to some water and Enoch said look here is water what can stand in the way of me being baptized and he gave orders to stop the chariot then both Philip and Enoch went down into the water and Philip baptized them when they came up out of the water, the spirit of the Lord suddenly took Philip away, and the Enoch did not see him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Philip, however, paired at Azontus and traveled about preaching the gospel in all the towns until he reached Caesarea. So this is a very, this is a perfect story in Acts right there that shows you that walking in obedience is something that we should all do. In verse 26, we see well, the angel of the Lord said to Philip, Go south to the road, the desert road that goes down to Jerusalem to Gaza. You know, the angel of the Lord spoke to Philip. Now, if Philip wanted to, he could have, he could have said in his mind, I don't feel like going nowhere. I'm tired. Oh, my back hurting, my leg hurting. You know? Or he could have said, Oh, that's just me telling myself. Or he could have said, or he could have heard that voice and said, but not go ahead and do it, which would have been him not walking in obedience. But because Philip was an obedient person, Philip walked in obedience to God. So he got up and went. And when he did, as he was instructed by the angel of the Lord, he ended up seeing why he was instructed to go and do this. And the reason why is because he was then placed in a position to bring someone to God or to recruit a life for God. And that's so, this, this particular passage is so unique. Because if he didn't listen to the angel of the Lord, this this man, this Ethiopian man, would have never, or not at this particular time, would have got that experience. And he would not have had that encounter that he had. And he had Philip explain it to him. And everything from there on just, just led straight into the man 
the Ethiopian man being baptized and receiving the Lord. And get and he was so so eager to to know like who who is this passage speaking about? You know, it shows his his devotion to to really learn and figure out like what am I reading? And as he figured out what he what he was reading, he's like I could I could see him now, he's like like shaking his head, like nodding, like yes, yes, this sounds like some very good stuff or you know, receiving the message that Philip was was laying before him, the explanation that Philip was laying before him. So I find this passage very unique when it comes to being obedient to God and walking in obedience. Because if Philip had never been obedient to what was said to him, this man would have not encountered this man would have not had the encounter that he had. And who knows? He might have switched his mind and all. After he probably couldn't figure out what it was talking about. Or, you know, you never know. He, he probably would have not been interested anymore. You know, if he didn't had had, had this encounter. But it so happened that Philip was obedient and he... He answered the call of duty and went and done what he was supposed to do. The works of the Lord. So it's very important to walk in obedience. Also, if you look at the story with Jonah and the, the, the great fish. You know, the Lord told Jonah to. He gave Jonah specific instructions. And Jonah decided that he was not going to go and do that. He decided that. He was going in the, the opposite direction from what, God, from what God told him to do. So Jonah then decides to go ahead and catch a ship and go in the other direction. And because of him being, walking in disobedience, you know, he ended up being thrown off the ship because a great, great storm arose and the guys on the ship was like, somebody has to be responsible for this. And they, they casted their lots and it fell upon Jonah. And they questioned him on, on about it. And it resulted in Jonah being thrown off of the ship and swallowed by the great fish. So it's very important to walk in obedience towards God's word. Because you do not want to walk in disobedience. Because you don't know what you might be stopping in your life or in somebody else's life. God may have it set up for and for this thing to happen at this particular time. But because you decide to, you know, go ahead and do your own thing and not follow and be walking in obedience towards God, you're not going to have that encounter. Or the other person whose life you potentially had a who's and a person whose life you potentially could have changed by delivering the word of God or giving them some form of godly assistance or you never know you never know just being nice to them in general something could have done that could have changed their life and pointed them in a whole different direction 
wouldn't have happened because you would not have walked in obedience of God. So therefore, you have messed the whole timing up that, that God had it planned out for because you didn't walk in obedience. Walk in obedience, people. And the reason why Jonah great um, sorrow and, and stuff like that, he began to regret his actions and through him re- um, regretting his actions, to me that was conviction. He had conviction going on inside of him because he knew what he had done was wrong. And this is why the conviction of the Holy Spirit is so, so essential to our Christian lives and to our lives on the whole. And to be convicted means to be made aware or to feel ashamed or of that sort of a wrongdoing or a sin that you have done which makes you feel some type of way, like emotionally. Conviction comes from the Holy Spirit and leads you to repentance. Or it should lead to repentance. Conviction and being convicted is something very essential to our life. Because if we without conviction we wouldn't know when we when we sin. Because we would have no feeling towards it. Nothing to really make us feel or to really make us like so aware of that we have done something wrong and that we need to repent for these wrongdoings and these sins. If we look at Second Corinthians chapter seven, verse nine to ten, it says as it is, I rejoice not because you are grieved, but because you are grieved into repenting, for you felt a godly grief, so that you suffered no loss through us. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. It is so essential to the Christian life. It's better to be convicted than to be condemned or to fall under condemnation. And to be condemned means to be sentenced to a particular punishment, especially death. Or to condemn means to pronounce to be guilty, to sentence to punishment, or to pass judgment against. So you don't want to fall under that category. If anything, you want to be convicted by the Holy Spirit, go and repent to God. God forgives us right away, whether we believe it or not. And we need to believe it because you don't want to be sitting there guilty for doing something for five days if the Lord says and so many verses of scripture in the Bible that if you just ask for forgiveness, he will forgive you right away. You are forgiven. And that is the beautiful gift that Jesus Christ left us with when he died on the cross that we may be forgiven right away. We may seek eternal life. Before the new covenant, things were a bit different when it comes to sinning and sinners. But in the new covenant, with Jesus being sacrificed on the cross, sadly, but for a good reason, so that we may be able to seek salvation. And things changed tremendously after the death of Jesus Christ. So I want to thank you guys for listening in today on the Godly Point of View cast. And we will see you guys next time.